Thank you for joining us for this episode of Court Cruising Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. <laughs> and we've got quite an episode for you today. But first, Jennifer, what are we sipping on? We are sipping on Soldier's Block. It is a Shiraz, an Australian Shiraz. Oh, wonderful. Let's give that a try. Delicious. <laughs> quite. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. So I got it for the story. Okay. There's yeah, tell a little bit of it. Why not? The vineyards were actually uh, started on land that was given to the soldiers from the Return Soldier Settlement Act of 1915. So those, those pieces of land were called blocks, and now they have turned them into vineyards. Oh, well, that's so nice. Yeah. Oh, a good wine store. Right? And that voice you hear is Kevin. Kevin Copeland owns the Nashville franchise for iTrip Vacations. iTrip is a national brand STR property manager that is really a software company. The iTrip software is fully integrated with every major marketing platform, Airbnb, HomeAway, VRBO, FlipKey, Travelocity, you name it, while still maintaining local ownership and autonomy. So much excitement going on today. Uh, we have gotten lots and lots of requests about, why don't you do an episode about short-term rentals? You know? We hear that all the time. All the time. I have questions. You have questions. We have brought an expert of, of the management of short-term rental properties, mm -hmm. Mr. Kevin Copeland. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed myself so far. It's uh, the, the wine is a plus, by the way. I didn't know that uh, the, taking a walk down uh, a vineyard from uh, Australia, but <laughs> I, I'm all in. Well, I didn't know the pressure was on. Yeah, like you it's good love stuff. your wines, apparently. <laughs> I do, I do. I, I like a good red. <laughs> Short-term rentals, of course, those are Airbnb, VRBO. Um, what would you say is the number one thing that, that anyone listening should know right away about it? I think the number one thing that people have to recognize is that when they get into the short-term rental business, it's an investment. Just like so many other things, there are no guarantees associated with it. There are stories that you hear of, places that rent for a thousand dollars a night and all of these things and that, that's true there are places in nashville that that merit that kind of demand mm. however just with any uh as as with any investment you know there's there can be fluctuation on the return um you know there's a lot of outlying influences on your cash flow and 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 that investment um you know ultimately uh there's a number of things that go into building up to that point where your property is in such demand that you can, you know, advertise and, and get that that high average daily rate, you know, yeah. that we're all looking for and that high occupancy, maintaining, you know, people in the unit um, throughout the year. But at the end of the day, you know, I think the most important piece is, you know, just seeking some professional advice when you're looking at these properties. Um, it's no different than any other investment. You know, a lot of times people can get emotional about their investments, <laughs> emotional about their money, and it's it's just a good idea to um, you know just consider a, a high quality management company um, over and above someone that's just got a maybe a special project that they're going to do themselves. Because I'm a pro proponent of a do-it-yourself you know host 
Uh, and a lot of the times, you know, people will do that and they'll, they'll do really well with it and then they'll decide to make another investment and they'll get two or maybe three properties. And at that point is when they realize, oh my gosh, this is a full-time job. And again, that's all a, uh, that's a great time to, to seek, you know, a professional. Uh, and there's a ton of really great property management companies in Nashville. So what I heard you say is just like any business is something you need to grow and you need to get advice from somebody that knows what they're doing. Use professionals. Correct. Yeah. It's no different than a you know a business manager because at the end of the day, a short term rental property is pretty much a business. Mm-hmm. You're you know you're managing things, uh, a lot of overhead. It's an opportunity uh, to to leverage margins, right? I mean that's mm-hmm. you know we're, we're we're balancing expenses with the revenue of guests that that come in and you know um working through that cash flow because more guests come to nashville in june than they do in november so you have to work through those cash flow issues there's a lot of factors associated with that you know the partners that i feel like i'm in business with are my investor owners we have um we have owners from all over the country that they they buy a piece of property as an investment and they come to us and they say, okay, we want you to just handle this. We, and, and we do everything from helping them through the, the permitting process to furnishings, going through the codes and um, you know, getting the fire marshal inspection done and all of the things that have to be done over and above the actual marketing of the property. And you know, then managing heads and beds and uh, <laughs> potential guest inquiries and then guest relations and uh, stocking consumables and managing the cleaning between each guest. And so there's, there's a lot that go into it. But at the end of the day, I view myself as someone that partners with people in their business. That's great. I love how you think of everything in that sense because you see each property, how it goes and the stocking of things. You would remember the corkscrew. In the drawer, wouldn't you? Yes. There we go. Yeah, because it's got my logo on it. Ah! <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So, so um, you're from Nashville. That's correct. Uh, but not this Nashville. <laughs> I'm from the Nashville. The Nashville, Arkansas. <laughs> Small town uh, farm community in uh, the southern part of the state. Uh, grew up there, and then I spent my corporate life um, in financial planning. Um, so I built uh, financial planning practices in um, Houston, Texas, uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and then in middle here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, that that career brought brought my family, uh, my wife Kelly and I, to Nashville fifteen years ago. So we've been here in Middle Tennessee most of the time out in Wilson County, um, and then uh, about half of that time in. Um, in the downtown area so that we've we've enjoyed Nashville we've seen it grow but you know oddly I I draw experience from from both of those arenas that southern rural Arkansas uh, <laughs> upbringing and then that fortune 500 you know uh, corporate world and that you know from that perspective you know all I ever did was help people you know manage their assets and and grow their ROI and make sure that their you know their families were safe and their 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 uh, finances were in good order and they're you know they're they're protecting you know the assets that they have not unlike what we do now mm-hmm. with with just a different type of of an asset and then from a from a 
practical mechanics, you know, growing up in South Arkansas, I learned to do a lot of stuff. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, we, you know, we bring to the table as part of our value proposition free light maintenance, you know, for the oh, for the wow. homeowner because things happen. You know, you have people coming and going, and you know, I, I'm I've got a series seven, a series six, a series twenty six, a wow. series sixty three, and a series sixty five. But I've spent a lot of days working on a dryer hose. So, <laughs> you know, you've got, you've got, I've got that, you know, that investment knowledge, but I've also got the practical knowledge of, you know, hey, if there's an electrical issue, we don't have to call a, a, a an electrician or a contractor. You know, a lot of stuff we can do ourselves, and, you know, and I don't charge the owner when, you know, the door facing got, you know, messed up. So, you know, we, we get that fixed for the owner without an additional cost because, at the end of the day, this business that we're starting out with this short-term rental property, you manage, you've got to manage those expenses. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got to pay, you know, $100 for someone to come out and, and unkink the dryer hose, that's just an expense that, that goes against your bottom line on that investment. So I know you see a lot of different types of Airbnb. And when you go on the website, you see anything from tiny homes yep. to... Tree houses yep. and just all kinds of unique places <laughs> to yep. stay. It's true. So what have you found makes a great place that's an Airbnb? What <clears throat> or do people desire to stay in? Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. So you bring up an interesting point about tree houses. Obviously, <laughs> the, you know, those those unique experiences are, are big, a big part of the Airbnb platform. And in Nashville, we're regulated. Mm-hmm. And the to to be a permitted short term rental property, it's actually got to have certain um, characteristics, not the least of which is a, a fixed foundation. So mm-hmm. RVs, um, tree houses, and other <clears throat> more unique type things mm-hmm. are not eligible to be mm-hmm. permitted in Nashville. So in Nashville, so I, I can't just put a tent or two <clears throat> out in the backyard. And... No, as a matter of fact, the the regulations are written in such a way that there can even be no no real mistakes. As an example, if you have a short-term rental uh, permit for a particular piece of property, um, you can't park an RV in the driveway, oh. even if it's not part of the of the guest stay, the guest experience, and that's purely from a you know from an inspection or a, you know a regulatory um, keeping keeping things above board. We just you know the the folks that that put that um, put that yeah. in place said, "Hey, we can't. You can't even park an, an RV in the yeah. in the drive." Taking away all the fun. Seriously, <laughs> sounds so, like some kids that got punished for everything growing up. <laughs> so where I see the you know the best space for a an investment is with. You know the, all the new construction and the new development of particular properties around Nashville that are designed to be short-term rental developments, and there's there's a lot of them, and they're continuing to be built. And those 
in my mind, look more like what you would consider the, the I'll use the condos on the beachfront oh. as an example, where you've got a building and everybody there is, in a, you know, they're, they're there for a short-term rental. And that's, that, that eliminates the problem of neighbors who don't want to live next to a short-term rental mm-hmm. property. Neighbors that fear, you know, for the unknown, they, they are concerned about what could happen. So we, by developing, and I think Nashville and a lot of the developers in the uh, community recognized, hey, this is where we need to go with this. We need to create some spaces that are um, that fit in that space because home sharing, you know, the, um, that alternative to hotel rooms is is a thing. Yeah, people like that. You can take a group of eight or ten people that would normally, you know, take up four hotel rooms. Right. And, and pool that money into a, a really high quality experience where you've got a kitchen and you've got a space to, to get together and visit and catch up and watch the game and do the things that you want to do as a group. Whereas in a hotel room, if you're divided among four hotel rooms, you don't have that, that additional space. You don't have that rooftop deck to, to hang, on, hang out on that's, that's a personal area. So. Hmm. The developers have done a really good job, and I think, and you know, just in my opinion, that's that's a place that we can balance the the experience for the tourism that's coming to town with the the neighbors that you know want to maintain those residential areas for you know for just that. Great point. Um, I stayed in um, uh, in an Airbnb a couple months ago. And uh, it was for a party. We had probably 12 to 15 people uh, that were, you know, there was another location too, and so people went back and forth. But the, the neat thing about it was that, just like you said, the designer of that house put in extra sound dampening material between the floors. So there was a lower level and there was an upper. And we, we didn't know that the people were down below us until we saw them outside, and they didn't know we were above them until we saw them outside. And I just thought that was so great that it's not, it doesn't have to be a weird situation with that. Right, and it, that's constantly evolving because the first folks that, that built a space like that yeah. probably didn't put the sound dampening material in there. <laughs> so that was a learned, oh, okay, this, this is a good idea. And those, uh, those, that continues to happen. It continues to have um, involvement in that space. The developments continue to get cooler and cooler. Um, one that's opening up soon is the 1865 um, over off mm-hmm. of Charlotte that is just a phenomenal space. It's going to have some really cool mm-hmm. um, community space, pool. There's talk of a speakeasy down below and, and things that's that... That's an old tobacco barn? That's an that old right? tobacco barn. It's a reclaimed building wow. from 1865 that is absolutely phenomenal. They wow. did a beautiful... We toured it... Yep. Um, they did a beautiful job with that, and yeah. they even left graffiti on some walls, yes. and that was kind of cool yeah. to go in. You, you're almost you don't expect it. Right? <laughs> That's probably the way to say you it. Don't, yes. Yeah. And the, the exposed 
um, beams and uh, hardware. You there know, was some stained glass left in it was there. Just, it's just fantastic. It, it, it's going to be, um, in my mind, one of the premier places to stay in Nashville wow. over the next few years. Um, there's been, I don't want to call names, but there's been other buildings like that where they've made them into condos mm-hmm. and they just haven't been done quite right and that one seemed like it was done right. Yeah. So. A lot of times people ask, so, okay, so I've got the permit right, and I'm ready to get started, and I need to furnish this thing, and then how do I make it special because I'm, I'm trying to get that five star? Sure. Yeah, they're, um, we call that, you know, chasing. You're chasing the five star. That's what, <laughs> that's, what you're, that's what you're doing, and there's so many things that can go into that. Um, and I think, you guys, that it is important to know your audience, who you're, who you're catering to. Hmm. So a lot of my friends that have um, short-term rentals are, they're competing with different places. Hmm. A lot of them are competing with the Bobby Hotel and, hmm. you know, um, Hotel 404 or the Thompson. You know, these plush, they want everything just super posh and um, they're bringing in a, you know, a certain level of client hmm. now we've also got folks on our platform that are competing with holiday inn or <laughs> i've got one guy that competes with motel six i'm telling you wow. but he knows his market yeah and you and i, I felt i felt jennifer's recourse there she, she, she recourse but i'm telling you this guy he lives in brooklyn new york he he owns eight short-term rental properties in nashville And he literally, it's, I tell people all the time, it's like he's figured out the Paradise Park of short-term rental. (laughs) And it's, he's a genius. I'm telling you, the guy's a genius. Because he goes in and furnishes it with stuff off of Craigslist. He staples stuff to the wall. He he leaves notes for the guests, hand-painted, just on the drywall. Oh, that's cool, though. It, it's amazing. People love it. <laughs> wow. They love it. And then I've also got friends that, you know, their place is almost medicinal. I mean, they've got all these whole, holistic, um, <laughs> you know, salts and oils, and, you know, they're, they're using the diffuser, and, you know, it, it, it's just this amazing, um, you know, fully furnished with all natural products and everything. It's like I say, it's almost like therapy when you go. <laughs> but that's that's her market. That's her who she's after. Mm-hmm. So it we can't all be those folks competing with you know the Bobby Hotel or the you know the Valentine. We you've got to find your place because if you think about it from the standpoint of of a hotel. Mm-hmm. Even though the, you recoiled on it, <laughs> yeah. Motel Six will leave the light on for you, and they're gonna make a lot of money this year. They will. They will. <laughs> they're yes. in business and have been in business for a long time. People stay at Motel Six. Unfortunately, I have one time. And- <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I looked at you that way. And you know what? It wasn't. It wasn't anything but the the cleanliness was my problem with it. Like. Other than that, like it is what it it was. It served a purpose. I'll I'll follow up on that because that I, that's exactly right. I tell mm-hmm. people specifically regarding his 
units. Mm -hmm. You know, our planning teams are our strongest ally Mm -hmm. in this business. People will look past eclectic decor, Mm -hmm. but they will not look past crumbs on the floor. Mm. And early on, we tried different things. We tried the, you know, the baskets and the gifts and the warm fuzzy Mm -hmm. stuff from Nashville and all. At the end of the day, it didn't affect our reviews, those five stars that we're chasing Mm -hmm. or not. What affects those and what we get the most comments on is cleanliness. Mm -hmm. People want it to be clean. If it's clean, they can live with they can live with, you know, fake plants. And <laughs> they can live with, you know, a chair and a desk that we got from, you know, a garage sale. Yeah. Because they know it's clean. They know there's a story behind it. And at the end of the day, folks aren't coming to Nashville to stay in those condos mm-hmm. for very long. They're going to sleep there. Yeah. They're going to throw up in the toilet there. <laughs> but they're not hanging out there all day. They're going right. and doing stuff. Yeah. So we maintain a high, high level of cleanliness. Uh, our inspections um, are probably the most important part of our business model. And what I mean by that is immediately when our guests check out, yeah. our, one of our inspectors goes in and checks for damage, checks for lost and found, you know, takes an inventory, puts things back in the place that, they're, that it's supposed to be. Hmm. And and basically prepares that condo for the cleaning team to come in. Wow. And where that helps us is then the cleaning team's not walking into a disaster, if it is mm-hmm. a disaster. Mm-hmm. They're walking into a place that is ready to be cleaned because mm-hmm. that's what they're there for. Yeah. So we help their folks by getting it ready for them. Yeah. And then before the next guest checks in, our inspector goes back, follows up behind our cleaning team, makes sure that we've hit all the corners and there's no crumbs on the floor and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. We set the stage, we open the blinds, we set the temperature, we put the bright lights on, and then it's ready for the guest. So we have three sets of eyes on that space between every guest. That's important because, again, Jennifer, to your point, we are obsessive about maintaining high-quality cleanliness, world-class, spit-shine polish mm-hmm. cleanliness, even in even in the in our Motel Six competitor <laughs> properties. Real estate investors looking for a quick close and no appraisals. Reach out to Mike Brady at PropertyRecycle.com. They are a large private equity firm with that personal touch. Property Recycle offers an easy online application, no appraisal requirements, and can close within five days. Ditch your slow, expensive lender and get the money you need today. Call Mike Brady at 615-806-7500. Again, that is 615 615- 806-7500 or visit propertyrecycle.com. That inspection twice seems huge. Um, even to save the the owner sure. money because then they know if something's broken, who did it. That's right. 
So allows us for damage waivers. Mm-hmm. We also um, cut way down on um, utility costs that way mm-hmm. because you know each time that the inspector goes in, they set the thermostat because mm-hmm. you never know when a guest's going to leave what they've left it sit on. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of throw open damages, <laughs> um, something that came out recently about Airbnb is that they're really going to cut down on party houses. Have you seen any of that take place? And what is that? How are they even going to do that? <laughs> do you know? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, that, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we... We do a really good job, or try to do a really good job, of screening guests mm-hmm. as they come in. We want to, you know, if we communication's key. Most of the time, they'll, you know, they'll let us know, hey, what are you coming in? You know, what you're, what they're coming in town for? Who's coming? Um, you know, sometimes people get loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get boisterous. You know, the worst ones that I've had. We had some Buffalo Bills fans in town. <laughs> God love the Buffalo Bills. But these folks came in, and they, they were, you know, they were in their 60s. So, I mean, you know, so they partied as hard as folks in their 60s can party, but they loved the Bills, and they, they and the Bills won, so they were just, they were having a big time. We, we insist on quiet hours. We insist on, you know, um, a certain um, age. We, we, we don't um, rent to anyone under 25. Um, we have specific um, minimum nights in place. In other words, we don't do one-night stays. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to avoid um, stays from folks that are local because inevitably that's where you, you find your your pop-up parties is as a local person that says, these folks ain't coming to my house. Yeah. Let's go to an Airbnb. <laughs> and they stay for one, you know, they book it for one night and then invite 60 of their friends. And that's that's where you get into that kind of trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we we really do are very cognizant of that, and we make sure that we know who's staying. We have some dialogue with them, and you know we make it very clear that there are house rules. We've got expectations. You know this is this is someone's home, and you're staying in someone's home. So let's let's treat it as such. That is exactly what happened. At that uh, has happened at an Airbnb event or not an event, but yeah, the <laughs> there was a party that was you know it was always oh, an eighteen year old birthday and oh hey everybody in high school come on out to this house right and of course there was a pumpkin a giant one sitting in the front yard it gets smashed goes all over the street yeah you know um, yeah. yeah that's what we're all trying to avoid mm-hmm. you know because there are no property owners there are no investors who are willing to take on that kind of liability, that kind of risk, put themselves in that sort of peril for a daily rate. Wow. Yeah. They're just not. Yeah. And that that's what it was. like fledged one... bar with bouncers and everything. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a one-night thing, right? One. Yep. One-night rental. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Wyatt's crew wasn't acting probably any better. It was a right, we, we get a little crazy. <laughs> it was a bachelor party. I don't know why oh, he's hating funny. on these 18-year-olds below. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. What's this about uh, an arranged dinner? Uh, so 
sometimes you have to do what you have to do to, to get that five-star review, right? Oh. <laughs> so, um, so this this the five-bedroom cabin that I was that I uh, talked about earlier. Again, out quite a ways from town. Um, we had a group in from Nebraska. Um, five, six couples, as a matter of fact. There were 12 folks. Um, again, middle-aged folks. Um, they come in and they just, they enjoy, you know, being close enough to downtown that they could, you know, they, I think they even took a, a limousine downtown a couple of nights. Oh, wow. um, but they are out at the cabin and I get a call about um, four o'clock one afternoon. Um, Kevin, uh, our water's not working here at the cabin. I'm thinking, uh, okay. So they're literally completely out of water. They're the pump in our in our pump house. Oh. We didn't know that then, but at the time, uh, they had they had no water. They were just getting ready to go, you know, out. So um, we kind of jumped into action from you know from the management team's perspective. We jumped into action. We found a place that could seat twelve folks for dinner that night. We created a uh, reservation for them and, and sent them to dinner and then we went out and had our you know we had some a company come out to, to try to determine what the problem was and sure enough they learned okay the pump that pumps water from the you know from the street level up to the you know the top of this ridge where the cabin's located has you know has failed it's we're going to need a part it's going to be a couple of days and these folks have still have another night oh. to stay, actually two nights. So that night, um, I mean, we were booked. Yeah. Everything in Nashville was booked on it, and it was a Saturday night. We did have a couple of uh, units that were um, checking out on Sunday morning. Hmm. So we, you know, that night we went up and we we took gallons and gallons and gallons of water, several cases of water, for them to use for you know various things, and then. Um, as soon as our guests in a couple of other units, because again, in Davidson County, there you can't have a five-bedroom place, so hosting 12 people is really difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, so we had to find two places that we could divide their group wow. and put them in, and fortunately, we've got several that are um, in the same complex. So anyway, at the end of the day, we were able to get two units cleaned in just a matter of a couple hours turning and thank goodness for some of our cleaning partners that jumped into action with us but at the end of the day we then moved those folks from the cabin downtown uh, into a, a couple of, uh, of of condos and they you know they they were like this is not we this is this is they didn't like the urban setting. They wanted that that oh retreat. They wanted that, but they were also understandable because, again, we maintained that level of communication. Mm -hmm. We we were very uh, intentional in our effort to to get them somewhere, and they recognized that. And we still got that five star review. Mm -hmm. So this is from a group who literally was, you know move from their original place to, <laughs> yes. to spots that they didn't like. But where I'm going with that is I think the communication uh, with your guests is, is critical. You know, finding ways to show them that, hey, we're making an effort to make this trip to Nashville a memorable one. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, that's at the end of the day what they said was that, you know, yeah, things went wrong, but we ended up going down and having a great dinner. We ended up, you know, we can tell this story forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the, that's the whole piece of Nashville. Everybody wants that Nashville experience. You know, I think the, the CVC does a really good job. The Convention Visitor Center does a really good job of maintaining that marketing, that marketing presence out there and continuing to bring people to Nashville. The Condé Nest uh, article that just came out yesterday, um, Nashville was listed as one of the top 20 places in the world to visit in 2020. Only two, only two were in the United States. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're continuing to, to have that attraction power and that draw that people are looking for. Many of them are going to want to come downtown and stay in a hotel mm-hmm. and order room service, and that's their ideal stay. Mm-hmm. But others want to come and bring 10 people and stay under one roof and have a kitchen and a, mm-hmm. a, a deck that they can go out and, and hang out on. So we're going to find that balance and continue to, to find places that we can uh, help people get that Nashville experience, that Music City experience. And Kevin, thank you so much. This has been amazing. Absolutely. I've had a great time. It's been fun to talk about it. Um, There are a lot of really cool people in the short-term rental space, um, whether they're owners or investors or um, realtors or developers or property owners or management companies. And they're all, I think, that that underlying passion among all of them is that is providing experience with people as they come to our city. This has been a production of Corks Crews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2019.